Perhaps if Morton had not stopped to mop his brow in that precise spot, he might never have noticed the black and white house. As it was, he had just replaced his cap and swung his foot over the crossbar of his bicycle when he caught sight of the wrought iron gate in the wall and, beyond, a fleeting impression of light and dark. So brief that he hardly knew what he'd seen, only that it prompted him to manoeuvre sideways, half-perched on the saddle, and peer between the metal bars. Through the clouds of his breath, he saw a house of a familiar type, ancient and half-timbered, surrounded by a sparse, formal garden. It was like a pen and ink sketch. The narrow timbers of the house, the wintry drive white with hoar-frost, the clipped symmetry of the yews and their long shadows. But the other similar houses he'd seen were ramshackle, their gables leaning sideways or tipped forward, sagging with the weight of centuries. This one was upright, its lines straight and its angles true. And yet it was not, to all appearances, a new house. Morton regarded it at length. He enjoyed order, rules, and discipline. This house, with its refusal to compromise, its apparent mastery over the forces of gravity and time, met with his approval. He stood for a long time, staring through the bars of the gate. It was peculiarly quiet. The place reminded him of something, but it wasn't until he had, at last, wrenched himself away and pedalled a little way down the road that he realised what it was. And only then, because in glancing back, he saw the house from another direction, where more rows of topiary stood on either side of a wide lawn. These trees were cut into elaborate, familiar shapes. Rooks, knights, bishops, king and queen and in front of them the long ranks of pawns. On a summer day, the effect might have been playful. As it was, in the cold stillness, it was sombre, arresting. Morton and his bicycle wobbled, and he fought to regain his balance as he rounded the corner. Yes, that was it. The house had put him in mind of a chess set. A box of pieces, a flat board, the monochrome pattern of frost and shadow, it was a coincidence that he had thought so before he saw the topiary, unless the owner of the house had had the same fancy and designed the garden accordingly. Or, no, Morton thought, he must have caught a subconscious glimpse of the trees through a gap in the wall and made the association without realising. No doubt that was it. He bent over his handlebars and pedalled harder, resisting the impulse to turn back. At first, he seemed to feel the house recede into the distance, as though every turn of the wheels took an extra effort. But after a few minutes, he encountered a most demanding hill, and the exertion required drove everything else out of his head. The sun rose higher, flashing into his eyes above the trees. He grew pleasantly warm, and then hungry. His itinerary brought him round in a figure of eight, back towards the village where he had planned to stop for lunch at a famous old inn, but the road by which he returned was a different one, and when he finally dismounted at the Swan, he was thinking of nothing but a pint of local beer and a plate of rabbit stew or deviled kidneys. He walked into the bar, divested himself of his cap and gloves, and sat down in front of the fire. 
It was only then, as he felt a pleasant lassitude creep over him, that the house came back into his mind's eye. He saw again the clipped yews in their ranks, facing one another across the pale lawn, and in his imagination he gave a little push to the queen's pawn, moving it forward. He had a fondness for chess. He had happy memories of triumphs over his cousins and his sister, who had once, in tears, thrown the board across the room and refused to play ever since. There were few things so satisfying as announcing checkmate, or watching an opponent's resentful finger tip over the king to concede defeat. He still felt the interior glow of his victory in a house match. He'd been playing the captain of the chess club, who had given him a limp, hateful handshake before slinking away in humiliation. Morton had enjoyed that.